You're listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with Anna Charles, episode 89. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how to stop over drinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic, but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Hey all, and today I'm going to be talking about our past. Mm. We always love talking about our past, don't we? Right, Because we all have one, we all have a past. And no matter how much we say things like, well, it's all in the past now, or there's nothing I can do about that now, or it's in the past end of story, that's not always how we're thinking when we take action. It's kind of like we're talking out both sides of our mouth. We'll say things like, it's in the past, I can't do anything about it. But then we walk around in the present feeling regret about what could have been, what might have been, what should have been. So the event itself may be in the past, but our experience of it can feel very much in the present, especially if we are reliving what's happened to us on a regular basis. And yes, I'm calling you out. If you're one of those people, you know who you are, who can think back to something in your past where you felt offended or done wrong, where you were really miserable or whatever. And you can kind of go back and think about it all and dredge it all up, right? And we always do even do this if it causes us pain. It's kind of like we go back and we get some kind of weird delight from feeling it all over again, how we were done wrong, right? Especially if we feel like we were wronged. And I will tell you, I'm guilty as charged. I used to do that a lot. Right, so that's what we're talking about, our pasts and how we can leave them behind. So first, let's ask, what is your past? Well, of course, it's your life until this point. What does that mean? It means all the successes, all the fails of the relationships, everything you've experienced is all there in one great big bag with your name on it. I like to think of it as being literally in a bag, right? a bit like the swag bag you see in the cartoons right, where thieves have this great big lumpy bag thrown over their shoulder, right, I have one of those, we all have one, and what's inside is our past. Now, you can waste an insane amount of time and energy trying to understand why your past was the way it was, by ruminating over how your life could be so much better if only this, that or the other had happened. Maybe you're holding on to an idea that things should have been easier, it should have been better, It was all wrong. It wasn't fair. It should have been this other way by now, right? And you can spend the majority of your life in that space. And in fact, sadly, many people do. But I want to offer you this question. What if there was always going to be a struggle? What if the only thing that has gone wrong is your thinking that it should have been different, that your past should have been different to what it was? Because it was what it was. And it is what it is. But you can for sure live in the space of it should have been. You can spend time arguing with reality, spend time feeling bitter, spend time thinking it was all a waste. But why? Really, why? It's a bit like being angry that it's raining and then you let that rain ruin your day. It's raining, sure. Or you can decide to be upset about it, but what's the payoff? What do you get in return for that? It's still going to be raining. It doesn't change your situation. 
and you're going to be feeling awful to boot, right? So what is the point? People will tell me, I have a really good reason for not being able to leave my past behind, right? We don't give up without a bit of a fight here. (laughs) We'll say things like, well, my past defined me. It's defined why I drink today. People will tell me things like they come from a family of drinkers. Their parents drank all the way through the evening every night. Maybe someone in your family has been hospitalised from alcohol. Maybe you've been drinking since an early age, so you think this is going to be harder for you to stop. Maybe all your friends used to drink too, but now they're all grown up and they've grown out of it. And you say you're still the saddos left sitting at home alone drinking, right? We say all these things. But I work with people around alcohol day in, day out. And I'll tell you, not one person has the same profile. I see people who come from heavy drinking backgrounds. And I work with those also where they are actually the only drinker in the family. So really, the one doesn't lead to the other. A heavy drinking family doesn't mean you will too. right? A non-drinking family doesn't mean you'll be sober. So I want you to think about that. Really take it on board and consider how it all makes you feel. How it makes you feel that you're not on some automatic, invisible conveyor belt of life right? that's going to deposit you with your result in life, depending on whether you come from a heavy drinking background or not. I just want you to check in with yourself right now. Pause the podcast if you need to. How are you feeling in response to what I've just said? Are you finding yourself reacting and resisting it? Are you shouting back at me telling me it's not so? I haven't got a clue what I'm talking about because you have a particular situation. You really do have a particular background circumstance that makes all the difference. But really, if that's you, I will ask again. Is that really so? This is a really good exercise to start with to see just how much weight you're giving to your past, to what's gone before and to how much that determines what your future will look like. Now in your past you may be able to point to many times when you've failed, many, many, many times when you've tried to change your drinking through one approach or another and none of them have worked and you can look at that and you can say look there you go, told you hopeless case, nothing works. If you're thinking that, if that's your story, then I want you to see that no matter what you try in the future, if you have that one nothing works for me routine that's running in your head, then nothing is going to work for you. I could point to a solution that works for 10 out of 10 people and you would find a way to think about it that would say that you would be the the one person, you'd be the 11th And it just wouldn't work for you, right? You'd be the odd one out. But how would you feel and act if you could change that refrain? If instead of thinking nothing works, you could instead think, well, I just didn't have the skills at that time. When you do this, you stop making it about you as a person and consider more about the knowledge you have and the skills gap. And when there's a skills gap... We can always learn the skills to plug the gap, right? We just need to practice a little bit more. If you do this, I offer, it becomes a totally different scenario for you. It's like I can look back at the first days after I decided I was going to start my coaching business and one of the things I needed to do was put a website in place. I had no idea how to do this, right? 
so I had to just get going and teach myself and learn and fail and learn and fail and there were many times when I thought I cracked it and then I hadn't something else was wrong I just had to keep learning because it was all to do with the skills that I had or didn't have at the time then on the emotional side of things I can I can look back to there was a time when I gave uh, the first time I gave a public speech to a huge crowd I mean there were hundreds of people there now I had done public speaking before until that point but never to such a size of audience and I'm telling you the emotional experience was totally different right I was doing the same thing I was speaking out loud to humans in a room there just had to be more humans in that room and my brain was sort of doing flips going overtime on oh my goodness this is very to- totally different and that fair took me by surprise but it didn't mean anything had gone wrong it was just that I didn't at that point have the emotional awareness of how this felt because I was still growing those skills that was all and that took the pressure and the heat down and the reason why this is so important is that it's about the action you're going to be willing to take if you're feeling nothing works, right? Versus I don't have the skills yet, but I can learn. We're going to be just be willing to do different things for longer. Side note, I also want you to watch out for something else. For those of you who might be looking back and saying, well, I was capable once upon a time, but you know, dot, dot, dot. Maybe you can look back at your past and feel pride at what you accomplished. Maybe you have more successes than fails in your past. But then your brain, I love how our brains do this, they will take that and think that the present and the future, that means they're not going to be as good. That your past is as good as it was going to get. Again, it's not a case of what's right or wrong. But I want you to think about how you will act if you're thinking that the good times are essentially over. The music stopped and you're stuck with where you are, with who you are right now. And if that's you, I have a particular message for you, a question for you, in fact. If you were to look back and think your past is great, right, but it can't get any better, the good times are over, I want you to consider... What would your reaction be if I were to tell you that your life to date has been a four out of 10, right? Would score just a four. You thought it was fantastic, but it's actually just a four based on what's coming in your future. And then how would you take action from that place? So it's not about being right or wrong about your past. It's about what serves you. It either helps to push you forward towards creating a life that you love or your approach is going to cause you to create more of what you've already experienced. You can take full responsibility for your life from this point forward, understand why you overdrink and take action from that place, or you can continue to place the blame and responsibility for what happened on the door of other people. But if you want to keep moving forward, the way to do this is to let everyone else off the hook when it comes to your past and for you to take full responsibility for yourself. Nothing outside of you has to change in order for you to feel better. You can do that all on your own by changing your thinking. And not in a la la la, pretend everything's great and I'll feel better kind of way. 
but by asking, does it serve you? By getting curious and fascinated in yourself and asking what can you learn from your past? Now, I also want to briefly touch on a side note, related note, which is on the company that you keep. This can make all the difference in how easy you make it for yourself as you change your relationship with alcohol. I want to start by giving an example from outside of drinking, right? Back to my coaching business. And when I look at my coaching business and about growing it, right? And I really want to grow it because that means I help more people and that fires me up. Now, if I consider that's what I want for myself, then I want to think about what would it be like for me if I spent all my spare time hanging out with people who really had once upon a time wanted to go into business for themselves, but who never got around to it, or with people who moan on and on about how hard it is and how the economy is tanking and how the government is useless and how nothing's going right. Do I want to hang out with people like that? Or am I going to want to hang out with people who are all going for it and supportive and just really gunning for it themselves, right? Even if they haven't got much to show for it yet, they see the possibility. Again, there's no right or wrong, but I want you to think about how different the experience would be. And the same applies to you, right? You may feel the same when it comes to your family or circle of friends, right? You're going to start to change your drinking and then you're going to begin to see with clear eyes how different that is to how some of your friends or your family see drinking, Does that mean you're going to have to stop going out with your friends? Have to stop being friends with certain people? Now, I get asked that all the time. And my answer is, well, it's up to you. Again, no right or wrong. Whether you leave those friends in the past or whether you take them forth with you, it's going to depend on what you want for yourself. You can't change anyone else, but you don't need to. Because here's what I'll offer. You can go out with a group of drinkers and not drink yourself and have a fabulous time. Or you can go out with a group who drink nothing. They don't drink either. You can have a terrible time. So I want you to start with yourself. Understand what you want for yourself and to commit to backing yourself all the way and to leave your past to itself. That's it for now. Bar one final message. I will tell you that the quickest way of leaving your past relationship with alcohol behind is to coach with me. So get started by booking an initial free call with me at 90dayslater.co. There's a book a call button. And final, final message, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and download the Drink Plan Tracker app. You can find it on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's called 90 Days Later. Catchy name, right? I think you need to put... um speech marks around it to find it and you can use this to really get intentional about your drinking if you have any trouble finding it have any questions for me you can email me at anna at 90dayslater.co and i will see you next week if you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol let's talk I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. The effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.